Realms of peril and glory will begin after these short messages. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. We'd like to thank our patrons, Lisa Eggleston, Nika, and Peter Griffith, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and continue making Realms of Peril and Glory possible, as well as getting some cool perks like ad-free listening, bonus shows, and even more, then head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Hello and welcome back to Realms of Peril and Glory. I'm your Game Master, Maddie Searle, and today we are playing, again, a very special game for the holidays, A Veil, A Lithwin Carol, where Zongroff and Torbrennan are investigating ghosts, question mark, <laughs> at the Grashak family home. So the system that we're going to be using is 13th Age, a D20 fantasy TTRPG designed by Rob Heinsu, the lead designer on D&D 4th edition, and Jonathan Tweet, the designer on D&D 3rd edition. But enough for me let's hear from our wonderful players starting with rachel who are you playing uh and what are their pronouns so i am rachel yeah my pronouns are she her and i am playing hantak Garshak, one of the many Garshak siblings and her pronouns are she her as well and she is a sculptor an artist community organizer and eco warrior <laughs> wonderful and Zach, how about you? My name is Zachary Fortescom, and uh, I am playing. I'm playing today. I'm playing Trolith Gralshak, the matriarch of the Gralshak family, who has been studying Krav Maga under the tutelage of one Pinellope Silver. and uh her pronouns are she her my pronouns are he him and i'm just looking forward to having a good time and trying not to be too mean to any of my children but we'll see we'll see how it goes all right and pip god rest ye merry dog that didn't work um (laughs) so uh (laughs) uh, hello there Uh, i feel like i feel like dog bless me is somewhere in there yeah 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 we'll we'll workshop it yeah yeah a couple more episodes of this should have just gotten james to do it james could you do my (laughs) intro for me Oh God! Uh, <laughs> bless my dog, my dog Jug Vicar. I'm your boy Pip Gladwin, this is great. This and is great. I'm here playing Torbrennan Crag, four level four dwarf paladin and constable of the Harbour Guard. Amazing! That All right, really and Pip, do you want to do James's intro? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair. 
It's my fault for phrasing it that way. James, do you want to also do your intro? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm used to playing everybody on the normal campaign, so might as well play Pip this time. Hi, uh, I'm James Barbarossa, and this time I'll be playing just Riktuk Grauschak, uh, fourth level orc cleric and surgeon at St. Swiftwind's Hospital. I wear both uh, he, him. Fabulous. And uh, last but not least, the star of the show, Zongroff Gralshak. Uh, Liz, tell us about your character. Um, hi, I'm Liz, and I am playing Z- Captain Zongroff Gralshak, the fourth level orc rogue. Her pronouns are she, her, and mine are whatever you want. Wonderful. All right, and uh, so last time Zongroff was given a case, um, an arson case by Chief Venable and uh, discovered that the house between her parents' home and their family bakery had burned down. And also, uh, surprise, surprise, the Lithwin family dinner was also happening at the same time and Tor Brennan was invited multiple times. So they both went along and met uh, various members of the Grashak family and soon discovered that strange things were happening and we left the last episode on the revelation that it was probably ghosts and every single door in the house slammed shut. I would like to start off with uh, Tralith, Hantak and Riktuk and see what their reaction to this. I've got one thing, if I could, uh, if I could add just one thing. If you're starting oh, yeah. on Tralith and Hantak, then I think what Tralith and Hantak hear as all the doors slam in the house is a quite high-pitched little scream. <laughs> coming from coming from the stairs. Uh, Zongroth, Torbrand, what? Um, Hantag, Riktok, you both, you're all right. Yeah, no, must have been a must have been a breeze. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Did you uh, leave a window open, Mum? I might have left a window open. Um, I don't think so. Okay, like maybe it is a breeze, and, and that would explain it. But like, all right, uh, let me try the front door. I'm sure it's fine. Yes, um, yes. Right? Children, children, calm down. Mm-hmm. Hand mm-hmm. we need to keep mm-hmm. the children yeah. entertained. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, yeah. hey kids, let's go play a game over here. All right, so is Riktuk trying the trying the front door? Yeah, Riktuk's gonna try the front door. All right, give me a, give me a strength check. Modifier plus level? Yeah. And any background you think would be relevant. Would you say a... I think a combat paramedic would probably be used to barging doors down, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. 23? 23. Even with that impressive slam of your shoulder against the door, it doesn't budge. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, that's that's fine. Uh, probably just jammed. Let me get this another. <laughs> let me just get this another go. Well, let, no, let me I'm try. Good. Let, let me give me, it another go. Yeah, let me try, Rick. To, Rick no, Rick, Rick to, let me try. <sighs> All right. Yeah, do let what you try. want, mother. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I mean, hey, look, Krav Maga probably probably could get you through doors. 24. 24, even more impressive. Uh, but sadly, the store is not budging. <laughs> she just, she just like, <laughs> is slamming the door. Somehow, like, she's got, like, form. Like, she's got precision on this. Like, she, this is a notable change over the years that your mother has physically become more adept. That Krav Maga's playing off, huh? Well, yes, I'm working very hard. It helps me find my inner peace. Yeah, I can tell. Keep, keep going. You can get through it. I think I, I having having uh, corralled the children in one direction, I think I've made my way across <laughs> to this. Hantak, help me. Hantak. Hantak, give this a shot. Let me, let me have okay, a go. Okay, you go. 
You try it. So can I add like my sculpting metalwork background to this? Absolutely, yeah. Yes. Oh, that that didn't that didn't go as well as I hoped. A thirteen. <laughs> thirteen. Sadly, I think one of the nibblings uh, trips you up as you try and go. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, little one. Come here. Oh, this is why somebody's got to be corralling them while we do I, this. I, I told you. I scoop up the non-Newtonian liquid of the <laughs> nibbling and just slap them on the bum and pop them away. Okay, it's fine. In a cupboard. <laughs> open a cupboard, <laughs> on shove a shelf, and yeah. shut the door. <laughs> They'll find something to do. Zongroff, Torbrennan. I heard a scream. Are you both all right? Can we hear this banging from where we are? Yes. You were just on the stairs and there is a door between you and the the kind of living room lounge area where everyone's been kind of socializing. I mean, I will run immediately back down and first try the door and then presumably knock on the door. Mom? Yeah. Mom, you okay? Yes, we're fine. The door I heard banging. Is everyone all right? Oh, yes. We've been trying to open the door. We can't get the front door open. It, It won't. It won't go for some reason. So there's a door between the, us. <laughs> I mean, can I try to strength check this door? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. A 17. A 17, I think, would do it for the internal door. Yeah, you managed to um, to slam your your shoulder up against it and get it open. <laughs> oh, you got oh, that one. Okay. That's right. something. Is, is everyone all right? Yeah, now do that to the yes. front door. No, we're fine. Okay, front Tor Brennan, I'm gonna need some help. To Brennan, standing, standing exactly where you left him on the stairs. To Brennan, are you all right? I'm gonna run back to Tor Brennan. To Brennan, mm. Tor Brennan, you okay? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, um. Yes. A- absolutely fine. Be with you in just a second, and uh, I will. Are you like a, a step down from me, or are you up? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's fine then. I don't. That's all good. I don't now need to one arm pull up myself to get level with you. Um, <laughs> I think I just. I think I just like I grab your arm and I. I sort of conspiratorially sort of bring bring you kind of closer and just like, honest, yeah. oh, Captain. Um, might 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 I be? Um, <clears throat> Uh, uh, just ca- candid with you for just yeah yeah well, great what's, great what's up? great uh, don't don't love uh, g- ghosts not just I it's oh. it's a whole thing um, uh. just just a, a concept that I I really what's I, mm, I struggle with it uh, you can't hit him you see you just ooh, straight through him yeah. I'm just saying, you grow up down uh, 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 in the dark, in 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 the mines, and um, we don't have time to get into yeah. this 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 whole thing. There's a whole dwarves and when we die, and and our souls going underground, and it's a whole thing. It's oh, a whole okay. thing. Mines, ghosts. Yeah. It's a it's a whole it's a whole thing. And I just it never mm, just has always been. I was very happy to come above uh, ground. And be uh-huh. uh, so. Just letting you know. Uh, yeah, it's important communication. Uh, yeah, sorry. I uh, just assumed with all your, all your, all your monster books that this. Um, but no, hey, we we don't need to talk about it. Actually, we probably do need to talk about it because there are ghosts in this house. But it's cool if we. Um, ooh, no, sorry, you're making a face. You're, oh, you. Mm, uh, let's go downstairs. Yeah, I'm gonna like try and very gently steer him downstairs towards the others. I'll compose myself and try and 
do my best to look like everything is totally fine and we weren't just standing on the stairs having like quite a loud but still whispered conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. Can Riktak roll to see if he like what of that he picked up on? Yeah, give me a give me a wisdom check. I, I'd also like to if that's yeah, all right. Yeah, everyone who wants to can can do wisdom. I, I think I will. Am I saving against this again? Because <laughs> I really was trying to not be heard this time. You will want to roll against this. <laughs> twenty-eight. <laughs> oh, likewise a twenty-eight. Wow. Hunter got a natural one. <laughs> Um. <laughs> the child, Which the child bursts out of the cupboard and lands on your face. Hold on, could I add a Growlshack Clan Orc background for having listened into conversations that are happening in other rooms? About... Well, I added my mother of many backgrounds. So yeah, yeah, you can absolutely add a Growlshack okay. background to that. In which case, I'm a, I'm, I'm at a thirty-one. Cool. I'm at a tasty 31. Do you roll a 19? That does anything for you. I rolled a 19. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome to roll a save against this Torrenum, but I imagine that it would be hard to beat a 31. <laughs> Give it Not a go. impossible. What am I rolling? Um, <laughs> Let's say charisma. Now, I think I do have an appropriate background for this. I often don't really feel like I do have an appropriate background for anything social, but... I have the ex-miner background. Now, if you've ever been a miner, which of course, if anyone has uh, been on my uh, Twitter account recently, uh, they'll know all about my past uh, down the mines. Um, yeah. It's very important to stay quiet. You know, you don't want to cause any cave-ins, that kind of thing. Pretty sure that isn't true, but I'm going to add that plus to you anyway. Shut up. Uh, so that would make it a plus nine. Let's do this. What's 19 plus 9? 28. 28. 28. Didn't make it, but came fucking close. You beat me. <laughs> yeah, Trowlith doesn't hear it, but Rick took does. Can I give Tor Brennan the help action because I am smiling like nothing is wrong? <laughs> yes, just, you can. Just in case I get a natural 20. All right. Just yeah. in case. I didn't. Um, but okay. we'll keep that. Well, we'll keep that nineteen. So I I didn't hear a thing. Yeah, Trilith is oblivious. Yeah. Rick took knows about the fear. We get into the living room. I would just like kind of stand next to Tor Brennan with just like a just a comforting hand on his yeah. shoulder. Rick, Rick Tuck was gonna go. Rick Tuck will go around the other side and just put oh, like a hand on his back. <laughs> you gotta reach. You gotta really like. <laughs> I just look over Tor Brennan at Rick. Pretty, pretty sure you gotta okay. take a knee to do that. <laughs> He's got big arms. Nah, Rick Tuck's got big arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. You're not a gnome, mate. You're not that close to the ground. Made a Tor Brennan sandwich. Um... Liz, don't. The fan art. Um... <laughs> what is your plan of action now you're all reunited in the living room uh, in a house with one or more ghosts in it? I will definitely check the front door. Not that I don't trust them, but, you know, I just, just open one door. Um, I assume it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Just to save you the role, it, yeah, it yeah. will not work. Unless you get like a thirty on a strength check, you're not gonna manage it. Uh, Zongraf, I hear you talking about ghosts. Uh, yeah, let's. What makes you think that? That is that just a stab in the dark, or? I I check around to see that everyone else is like, look, there's like some, I don't know, like some creepy writing on the wallpaper upstairs, and I've got this. Uh, this thing, I can see some magic. Um, yeah. It's ghosts. I'm, I'm certain of it. Um, what kind of magic are we talking about? Um, 
ghosty magic. What? What do you mean? What? what how do you know? What is he making? What are you seeing through this magnifying glass that's presenting ghosts to you? Can I, like, I don't know, flip down my monocle and look at the front door? Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, yeah, give me a perception check with an advantage. It's another natural 20, I'm afraid. Oh! oh nice! Oh. Yeah, you can, you can see looking at the door, there is a heavy, heavy concentration of that strange green, light green yeah. goo directly around the kind of door handle and the lock of the front door. If you pop out into the hall and look at other doors that are closed, there is some there is some of that substance around the door's handles, but the most heavy concentration is at the front door. There, yeah, the the ghosts are the the ghost and or ghosts are very clearly not wanting you to leave this house. Yeah, it's like I don't know ghost goo on the door, like magic ghost goo. Oh, like ectoplasm. Yeah, that's what I said. Magic ghost goo. <laughs> Come on. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's Always, ghosts. Yeah. yeah, have to be correct, Richter. Sorry. No, I mean, I'm just, I want to find out what what you're seeing. I need, we need information. Okay, the doors, and there's a creepy thing on the, uh, turn around. Mom? Yes? Uh, sorry, just, um, hey, up the stairs, have you ever noticed some wallpaper, like, peeling? Ugh. Uh, Maddie, have I? No, last time you checked, it was pristine as always. Uh, no, I believe I would fix peeling wallpaper in my own house, yeah. Songroth. Uh, yeah, okay, um, I am... You walked into that one, <laughs> sis. Yeah, I know, I just, well, because there is some wallpaper that has currently been torn. What? I march up the stairs to go look at it. <laughs> Mom, hang, hang on. <laughs> I follow her because I assume she's not stopping. No, no. <laughs> no, Mom, hang on. No check needed. Rick Tuck will stay here with Tull Brennan. Fair. Yeah, you could because you know it's there. It's very easy for Trellis to find the peeling wallpaper and the, mm. the strange, bloody writing saying it's all your fault. <gasps> what is? Have the children? Hand hack. Yeah? Did any of the children get up here? No, I have made sure to keep them all downstairs. Like, what is going out on? Out of the way, right. not okay. to touch anything. Mom. None of them have gone Something up there. Something obviously weird is happening. Um, I have reason to believe that it... You've already put a face on. You've already put a face on like you're not going to believe what I'm going to say. I'm sorry. I, I'm just... Unnerved yes. by the fact there is no. suddenly bloody writing in my corridor, Zongraf. Yeah, no, I'm. Tell me what I'm is going sorry. on. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Mum. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, okay. I have reason to believe that um, you might have ghosts. I'm sorry, ghosts. Yeah, Maddie. What would my knowledge be about ghosts up to this point? Do you think? I think, um, well, you're you're an educated woman, um, yeah. but I don't think it's your area of expertise. So you might no. know the kind of pop culture, general, common knowledge about ghosts, but you wouldn't know any sort of details or specifics. You do actually know that you have in your possession a two-volume book called Ghost Schools and Spirits, A Practical Guide um, oh. that I think you, you probably inherited from a, another relative and you've never really had cause to use it, but you've kind of kept it around because it's it's a family thing. And do I know of anyone ever having had ghosts before in their house? Um, I don't think so. What would ghosts want with this house, Zongroth? Uh, 
I don't know. It might have to do with the angry note. And what did the note say again? It was your fault. It was your fault. What? Presuming that I or our family somehow contributed to this ghost's untimely demise? Look, I don't... I'm just... Something magic is happening. I don't want to freak out everyone in the house. But we, we got to do something. Well, look, I, I have a book in the study of ghouls, ghosts, and all that apparatus. I inherited it from uh, my uncle. We can have a look at that. Right. Um. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I will lead Zongroff down the stairs uh, to kind of a little side room where the the door has been pointedly uh, closed. And I kind of take out this like long key, kind of this just in my pocket and I unlock it and open the door and there's this kind of pristine looking office with like this high back leather chair like wooden desk where like clearly uh, Trollis spends a lot of her days doing various busy works 
I I imagine that maybe Zongroff even hasn't been in here a lot. Like yeah. I imagine this is this is probably Charles' room with it. Like no kid is allowed into, even if you are a full grown adult, you are still in the. <laughs> Do you just like wait on the threshold of the door for me to let you in? Well. Does the door open is, I suppose, the first yeah, question. I yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I think there is a bit of resistance, um, but as it was already locked, I think um, whatever ghost magic probably wasn't as concentrated on this door. So you, with a bit of a shove, you can get it open, but it's, it is stiffer than usual. Oh, goodness. Well, are you going to come in, Zongroth? Uh, um, you can come in. You're an adult. Yeah. I think Zongroth walks in and, like, does that thing where you kind of fold your hands behind your back so like you you know no touching like you're not gonna touch anything <laughs> last time I had one of my children in here I remember Rick took spilled uh, juice all over one of my old notebooks from the gnomish trials yeah, well you know clumsy kid you wouldn't think that now being like a surgeon and stuff but there you go no well I'm not sure it wasn't deliberate but anyways <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'll go and... Uh, Rick Tuck's not here to comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go grab uh, the volume uh, that I'm after. Fantastic. When you when you go to the shelf that it's normally on, you do see that volume one is there, but volume two is conspicuously absent. Oh. Volume two is gone. Huh. Maybe your father has it. Yeah, you do know that Croslin has a terrible habit of borrowing books and bringing them back oh. to her flat, and you suspect that that might be what has happened here. Look, don't don't mention this to Rick Tuck, because it'll start around, and we don't need it. But I think Croslin might have it over in the bakery. Right, okay. Well, look, let's see what volume one says. Maybe it'll have the answers, something. Can I Can I look down at um, Charlotte's desk? Is she, is she working on anything? Is there anything? Um, I think you might see, like, in her notebook, she has been... Okay, I'll tell you what you... I want you to... I want us to roll opposed right now. Oh, okay. Uh, you can roll me up. I think... A, 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 sorry to call the rolls. You tell me if you want something else, Maddie. But um, I was going to say maybe opposed whiz on your part, dex on my part. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. If you're trying to, like, whisk something away yeah, before you exactly, can see yeah. it. Yeah, go for May, it. Uh, should we add backgrounds or no? I'll say this is a relatively quick, out-of-the-blue thing, so maybe maybe just uh, just modify and level. Yeah. Okay. 20, no, not nat. Eight. Oh. <laughs> uh, so what you see is there were a bunch of, like, news papers on her desk and like some scissors and you just she she closes she puts that away in a drawer. oh i think i know what that was oh no <laughs> okay um all right yeah so uh you have this uh first volume of the uh of the book um about ghosts in your in your hands um what do you what do you want to do now well i imagine we should uh have a look yeah let's uh <laughs> i think zongroff's a bit sad that her mum's clearly just hidden something from her. <laughs> um, yeah, let's maybe go back. Go back to the others. Uh, Great. Make sure everyone's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and as you, as you go back into the living room, the radio in the corner kind of sparks into life, and you hear a bunch of static 
as it kind of resolves into something comprehensible. You can hear a couple arguing. One has a very kind of refined, delicate voice, and the other one has the distinctive drawl of a of a gnome. Why don't you do that drawl for us now, so we know? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, what what you doing? I, I said I took the bins out. I told you. I told you I took the bins out. And the, the, yeah, the, that's, the, um, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and uh, the the um, the more refined voices. I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just saying that if you helped out around the house more, then that would be that would be really helpful to me, as I am very busy with my arcane research. This kind of continues until it resolves into a cacophony of static and a kind of ghostly scream, and then oh. suddenly the radio just kind of, in a bunch of sparks, just oh. kind of dies. Uh, uh. That seems very avant-garde for radio play. What a wonderful showcase! Um, thank you for your art <laughs> hand tack. Yeah, right, children, good. wasn't that wonderful, children? Yes. Sure, it's a new project. Okay, how about, hey, why don't you all find uh, your Uncle Rectu? Can I go and just like, as I say that, smash open another door to the other part of the house to try and get the kids away? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I'm, I'm not going to ask for millions of strength checks. Yeah, at this point, you can, you, you know the level of strength required to get these doors open. And uh, yeah, you can you can go into um, one of the like the guest bedroom, which is uh, downstairs. And uh, Zach, would you mind just uh, following them and just keeping an eye? Oh yeah, sure, mom. Um, yeah, I'll I'll t- keep an eye on them, no problem. Thank you, Zach Tonk. To Brennan, uh, I was going to try something else with the door. You you want to come with? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. The front the front door. Yeah, yeah. We'll put our backs into it. We'll be out of here in no time. Ha <laughs> ha. Sure. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, are you, are you doing all right? Um, yep. Um, uh, okay, good. Good. We're going to be all right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. Oh. Uh, well, thank you. Um, sorry, just not, not used to, um, I guess, showing weakness in front of people, I, I, I suppose. Hey, um, I didn't see anything, all right? But what I was gonna try, I was gonna try a javelin of faith at the door, because that's holy damage. I mean, if nothing else, I'd love to see it. Because we're dealing, we're dealing with undead here. I mean, I'm not the, I'm not an undead fighting kind of cleric. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a medic. But, uh, I mean, holy damage versus undead. I, I, I think it's worth a shot. I mean, you've got experience, right? Um. Other types of undead. Yes, I I do. Um, nothing, nothing, um, nothing holy about the damage I deal. You know, oh yeah. No, sorry, I'm a little off my game. Um, I'm gonna yeah I'm do, gonna the, do door the door thing. Mm. Take a couple steps back. Uh, do I need to roll to hit? Yeah, this? give me a, give me a spell attack. Oh my god, it's another twenty-eight. Whoa, you're. Pinpoint accuracy. Rick Tuck is just gonna like put his put his hand out, and just a a very thin shaft of like light is gonna uh, vibrate into his hand, and he's just gonna very like a poised form just right back and huck it straight 
at the door, knowing that Zongroff said there was loads of goo, undead goo on it, and just see if it does literally anything. As you throw this incredible beam of light at the door, it does indeed burst open. But as you do that, a spectral figure emerges from the wall and resolves itself right in front of you. That that got him. It is a very tall, elegant looking um, high elf with long blonde hair, but uh, they are wearing um, some kind of work gear, like a kind of, it's like the most elegant jumpsuit you've ever seen. They turn to look at you and say, what are you doing? I'm opening the door. But no one can get out, not until I resolve this. What are you trying to resolve? Who are you and, and what are you doing here and, and what do you want with me and my family? Give me a charisma check. Um, I cannot help. <laughs> <laughs> so Brennan has, I think, took a couple steps away, like before Rick took through the, through the javelin. And I think as the ghost appears, takes however many steps it takes for him to be pressed against a wall um, uh, uh, and it's just fucking staring at this thing um, and is terrified Fair. I don't I don't have a background that is gonna be appropriate for this 16 the ghost kind of looks confused and says my my husband it was his fault it was his fault that we died right okay um, what does that have to do with the house? I need somewhere to stay. The, the, the house next door, it's, it burned down. It was, I think, I think it was us. Were you in the, were alive in the fire? Oh, no, no. Um, I, I, I was alive, but a long time ago. I don't know how long. Okay, um, we have a lot of people in this house, children, and these doors are sealed. Do you, I, I need to know why. I, I, I don't know, I just, I feel so many things all the time and I can't control what happens around me and sometimes doors slam and objects get destroyed and I don't know why but I need I don't know what I need. Uh, okay. Um. Well, I've got I've got some people. I, I have a, a sister. She's a she's a detective. Um. Perhaps we can all work together and and, and work this out. My my mother is a, a a lawyer. My sister's a <laughs> artist. <laughs> Does that help? Well, like a sculptor, like an. You know? I appreciate the help. Any help you can give. That's... I don't... I... I don't even know. I'm sorry. I don't know what... what to say. Okay. Um... To Brennan, I'm gonna go... and get... Zahn and... Hantak and Mom. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I presume you want to come I'd love to. Cool. Um... Ghost? Stay there, I guess, right? Can you do that? All right. And just kind of 
slightly flickers in and out of existence, but stays in the same position. I'll edge around it. Where's Zongroff and, and Hantak and Trellith right now? Probably near the radio still. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I found the ghost. What? What? Here. What? Just, just through here. Yeah, she needs uh, help, but she doesn't know what she needs. I heard banging. What were you doing? Uh, getting the door open. I used the javelin of faith. I thought holy damage uh, would do the trick. I think Zongrov kind of gasps and looks at Mum in that kind of like, well, you know we're not supposed to use magic in the house kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> I think you see Trollith make two faces. Mm. One, a face of gratefulness that her son has opened the door. And a second at, you better not have broken my door. <laughs> and I think there are there are two wolves inside of Trollith. <laughs> <laughs> and we're they're fighting to see who wins. Well good God, why did she eat two wolves? <laughs> She's that cross. Thank you. <clears throat> Riktuk, let's go see this ghost. See if we can help. Yeah. Okay. Just right, right in here in the, in the hall. I just want to lean over to Trollith and be like, so um, after this is over, can I have what's left of the radio? Like, I think it would be really useful in a piece that I'm planning. Yes, no, and- heck, you may have the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not garbage. It, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not garbage. It's fine. Understood. Okay. Understood. Understood. As you approach just to the left of the front door, which is now ajar. You can see this very tall, very melancholy looking high elf ghost flickering in and out of existence and looking extremely upset and confused. I think mostly noticeable to, mostly noticeable to Zongrov, um, uh, just because of the time spent with Torbren in, in a group. You are maybe not surprised at this point, but do take notice of the fact that he does not in any way try to position himself at the front of this group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's very much just like, no, no, after you, after you. Yes, of course, after you, I'm last. <laughs> like, just shy of like peeking around the door to to see what's going yeah. on. A g- ghost, this is Hantak. She does um, some really good meditation mm-hmm. classes. Yeah. Could that, I'm sorry, I didn't get, we didn't get this ghost's name. Um, what is your name, madam? My name is my name is Lanriel. Lanriel. Lanriel Brightful. And what are you doing in my house? My my house burned down. I'm very sorry. And you are here because I don't know where to go. My my husband and I we we had a disagreement, and I think. That might have caused the fire. The fire next door? Yes. And where is your husband? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a, in a week. Are you both ghosts? Um, if that's what I am, then yes. Very well. Is your husband no by any chance? Yes. Good. Well. Children? Yeah. I think we... What are you going to say next? I don't know what... I can't <laughs> imagine what I did for us to do. I think we'll need to help this ghost find her ghost husband. 
Mm-hmm. Ah. Matchmaker, matchmaker, find me a ghost. I don't encourage her. Yeah. I won't discuss that right now. Perhaps first we um we read the book. Yes, that yeah. that will help. We have a book on ghosts. Ghost. Uh, what is your name again? Sorry. Lanriel. Lanriel. Well, Lanriel, good news is that we have a book. That is good. Um, I could get you a cup of tea. Can can you drink mm. tea? I I cannot drink tea. Would anybody else like a cup of tea? You know, I'd love a cuppa. Yes, thank oh, yeah. you. Yes, okay. thank tea, you. Tea and books. I'm gonna go get some mm. tea. Tea, tea and books For, um, while we read. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, you, you. Oh, you're fine there, ghost. Just for the. You make a cup. Yeah. Lanriel, did you explode my radio? I, 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 I think so. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can't control what, what I, I. I'm, I'm so scared. I'm so. Okay. Uh, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Hey. Yeah. No need to be scared. Look, we're all. <clears throat> we're all friends here, and we're all. Helping, I say, I take a small step in front of Torbrennan, who I assume is staring petrified at this apparition. The 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 fact that it's just kind of been standing there and talking, or floating there and and talking, has it's taken a little bit of the edge off, I think, but it's still still very wary. I mean, normally at this point, I would suggest some breathing exercises, but I don't know how that applies to ghosts. A lot of my usual therapy practices involve smashing. Again, do not know how that applies to something incorporeal. Perhaps, Hantak, we don't yeah. suggest smashing in the house. Yeah, maybe we've done enough smashing for today. For the but it is very therapeutic. <laughs> yes, I believe she has already smashed my radio. Yeah, as you say this, um, Anna's Rictuk is uh, going to fetch the tea. The, tea. the kettle is boiling, and then it boils, and it boils, and it boils, and it shakes so violently that the kettle kind of bursts apart. Take that off the. Oh, okay. I don't think we're gonna have tea. Yeah. Can we, can we do a dexterity saving throw to see how how burned or unburned you are by the <laughs> bursting kettle? Just Rick took. Just Rick took. Cool. Seven. Oh dear. Oh. Yeah. I think your your hand is quite badly burned at this point. Ah. Ah. Oh, darling, Rick took. Come here. Come here, Rick took, darling. Come no, here. No, don't touch my hand, mom. I just. You don't know what you're doing. I work in a hospital. God's sake, stay out of everyone else's business. I'm excuse me. I'm trying to help, darling. You can't help with this. I Uh, am maybe not fighting in front of our Mm -hmm. new visitor here. Maybe we're gonna keep everything cool and not stressful, right? Because we can definitely do that. As things get more heated, the ghost is getting visibly distressed and like the pictures on the wall are shaking. So maybe we pack up those feelings and um, we will arrange a time to work those out. Uh, Yeah. Okay. We could Mm -hmm. could all stay just calm. Just very, very calm. I apologize. It's fine. Uh, I know you're just trying to help. Thank you. Where's that book? Where Where is the book? Yes, it's in the living room. Give me a moment. Lanriel, 
out of out of professional curiosity and mostly because this will be really useful to fold into my uh, work the if I ever encounter ghosts again um, did explode in the kettle help did that give you an emotional release was that no no I'm sorry was that not the answer you no, no, it's it's fascinating. Um, I have never tried to attempt any sort of therapeutic practice with ghosts, and uh, you know, I'm trying to cater in in my work, trying to cater to the whole community, and it's important to learn new things. I appreciate that. Thank you. And so, uh, what is happening with uh, with Charlotte in the book? Um, is she is she taking a peek? Uh, I think she might just stay in the living room apart from the rest of her children for a moment and read the book. We're all we're all there with the ghost just kind of trying to be placid. Making polite conversation. <laughs> yeah. Rick yeah. Tuck has gone into the kitchen uh, for, for not wanting to, you know, be be not knowing that his his mother is also going to be leaving the, the hall and is just bandaging up his, his hand. Yeah, fair. Charlotte, could you please do me an intelligence check to see if you can find the relevant information okay. in this book? Background? Yes. 20 not now. Incredible. With the precision of a former public defender who has uh, seen many books and documents in her time, you go to the index and look up <laughs> the types of ghosts and uh, yes. poltergeist catches your eye. Ah. Something in the back of your mind kind of thinks, oh, those are those ghosts that can like interact with the physical world. As you turn to the correct page, you read a passage which says the following. Poltergeists are ghosts which are able to physically interact with the world around them. They tend to have unresolved issues, usually surrounding their death, and only a satisfactory resolution to these issues can ensure that a poltergeist is laid to rest. Any attempts to banish the poltergeists have a small chance of succeeding, but even when they do succeed, the solution is only temporary and the poltergeist in question will return to wreak their vengeance. In order to communicate effectively with a poltergeist, you must perform a ritual. Unfortunately, the instructions for these old rituals are very cryptic in their wording, and there is great debate among arcane scholars about how to interpret them. Firstly, gather these six items together and place within uh, place them within a sacred circle. But you notice that this is the end of the volume and only three of the items are listed. So the items that you are, are listed are a box without hinges, key or lid, yet golden treasure inside is hid, something with a head, a tail and no legs, and something which can point in every direction but cannot reach the destination by itself. Right, you are going to have to repeat those slower. Yes. Absolutely. With hinge, uh, without hinges, key, or lid with golden treasure. Yeah. Something with a head, a tail, and no legs. Okay. And third. Uh, something which can point in every direction but cannot reach the destination by itself. Well, I think I know that one. And yeah. And then it says very kind of passive aggressively continued in volume two. James knows all three of those things, but Rick Tuck is elsewhere and I was gonna say yeah. not that smart. <laughs> one one is very much stolen. All of them are very much stolen. So Brennan has an intelligence of nine, so uh Yeah, Rick Tuck's got an intelligence of ten. <laughs> <laughs> By the gods. I will go through to the other room, to the hall. If we're all ready to speak nicely to one another. Then I have found a ritual that we can all use to help alleviate and uh, allow 
the poltergeist who we have before us. Hello, uh, Lanriel. You are the poltergeist in question to move on. Good. That sounds perfect. Uh, how do we do this ritual? Where can we? Is it? How long does it take? Can we just sort of do it now and then? Quick, quick one. Is it? Well, unfortunately, we need we need six items. Uh, only one of which I've been able to identify. Unfortunately, I only have a list of three, and the other three are in the volume with with Crosley. Rectuck's in the other room. Can Rectuck <laughs> roll to like hear that? Yeah, perception. Yeah, go for it, wisdom. I mean, I think to be fair, I think she would have deliberately spoken loudly enough that Rectuck in the other room could hear. I don't think she. I think she wanted everyone to hear her. Yeah, I mean, 23. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, everyone, absolutely everyone hears it with a A, high roll, and B, loud voice. What? I thought Croslin was only, was like visiting for dinner, but now you, now Croslin's got books? She's been staying for a little bit, hasn't she? She is living permanently in the, in the flat above the bakery. Croslin is staying with us what? While she is, while she is, trying to get herself back on her feet, uh, or you know, get things going for herself. What? And you're allowing this? Yes, I am allowing this, Rick. She's a pyramid. She runs a pyramid scheme. She. She is, uses medicine to defraud people. She is running a. You're business. giving Zongroff this lip all the time about n- her not doing enough. She. She. Protected, she saved this city, and you're I'm and you're letting Crosslin borrow books. Look, yes, hey, guy. As this argument is going on, more and more spectral figures start to emerge from the walls as Lanriel gets more and more distressed, and there are now eight barely discernible spirits floating around you. I don't think Rick Tuck notices. So Brennan makes a tiny little strangled noise in the back of his throat. <laughs> you guys need to cool it. I am genuinely going to roll an intelligence saving throw for... <laughs> Go for it. Or maybe charisma. I don't think Rick Tuck... I think Rick Tuck's got tunnel vision right now. Yeah. I don't think Rick Tuck can tell. 17. What do you reckon? Do you reckon she can stay cool? Um... Yeah, I think with the 17, Trialith can stay cool, but if Rictuk is still on the rampage, then... Rictuk? Not now. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure any time is good, because we don't talk about this stuff. We don't talk no, about the way that you I talk to Zongrath. I understand. We I've, been, I've been knocking off your nonsense to me all this time, but I don't have to put up with this anymore. Rictuk, I have done my best to raise all of you right, and I believe you are all incredibly successful thanks to my and your then father's Then tell Zongroff you're proud of her. Of course I'm proud of Zongroff. Of course I'm proud. Of course I am. I think Rictuk Rikt- feels somebody grab his hand. <sighs> it's burnt and it hurts. Nah, the other hand. The other I hand. <laughs> Guys, now is not the time. And I, I, whether that snaps you out of this or not, I don't know. But yes, listen to your sister. Rectuck's gonna see who took his hand. And notice it's Tobrenan. It's Tobrenan, and I think you look from him to what's happening in. It was it was kind of in the hall near the front door, like 
Um, just mm. just from wherever there are uh, yeah. there are Grailshacks assembled, yeah. barely discernible ghosts are now starting to permeate. There's, there's lots. Yeah. God, we can't have one Lithwin where we don't all argue, even when there's some kind of magical peril going on. Well, I'm this sorry, Zombrock, but if this family were a bit more grateful about the wonderful gifts it was given, then maybe we Mom? wouldn't argue. Mom? Mom? Mom, you raised us to be achievers. So I'm sorry if I spend my time at my job achieving you and doing good things for the just city. just shut up? <laughs> I think, Stop and look. I yeah. think genuinely Trolley just looks over mouth absolutely <laughs> agape, flabbergasted that anyone <laughs> has spoken to her that way yeah. and does not have anything to say back to it. Yeah. And that it's come from the one person there that she's like true open admiration for. <laughs> just we all just gape in stunned silence. I would like Tor Brennan to make a charisma check to see how this goes. If it doesn't work, then I will be asking you to roll initiative. <laughs> Christ. Oh God. All right. Um, this was a command, kinda. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna add my Blade of Valorous background to this. For yeah. Not gonna lie, I really hope you Me fail. Me too. Can I days. fail? No. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, come on. That, my friends, without bonuses, is a natural two. <laughs> Look what the you've done! Torbrenton is a guest in this house. Excuse me, Zongroth. I've been not will be will not be spoken to like this in my own house. My right. God! Oh, I'm sorry. Well, then you wonder why I don't come around to live with. This is all of our house. We were all raised here. We're all adults. And yet you never come around. Everyone, please roll initiative. <laughs> uh, yay. Oh yay. my God! You fought ghosts into existence. Well done, well done. guys. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, and on the brink of battle, I believe that this is time to call the episode to a close, and we'll be back next time to find out. I love you guys Very all, nice. really. Sorry, I'm being mean. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> all okay. right, and thank you so much for listening to Realms of Peril and Glory. And I would like to ask each of our fabulous players where we can find them on the internet. So starting with Liz. Hey, I'm on social media at Liz X Campbell. Tweet me. (laughs) Short and sweet. (laughs) Nice. And James. Uh, Yeah, you can find me at uh, Bob Roastphone on Twitter that you probably shouldn't, but you should uh, listen to The Orphans. It's a sci-fi audio drama about found family that uh, Zach and I have produced over the years. Uh, You should listen to it. It's great. Fabulous. And Pip. Look beneath Santa's beard and there you'll find me. <laughs> um, uh, I'm on Twitter at um, Pip underscore Gladwin. And uh, I'm in like just like a bunch of shit, guys. Just so much stuff. You wouldn't, you, you don't even know. I don't even know. You don't even know and neither do I. Do don't I don't even know. I'm in this. <laughs> listen to the listen to the next episode of this. <laughs> Sweet. All right. And Rachel. Uh yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Smithy underscore Smith or on Instagram at Smithy Smithism. Um it's all nonsense, but I don't know. Come along anyway. It's great. <laughs> Fabulous. And Zach. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ZachFG. That's Z-A-C-K-F-G. 
Um, and that's that's it. Just listen to the rest of Veil, cause or re-listen if you've already listened, cause it's really good. Wonderful. And you can find me personally at Maddie underscore Abstract on Twitter and Instagram, and at my website snazzytapier.wordpress.com. You can support Realms of Peril and Glory on Patreon at patreon.com/slash Light and Tragic, and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Realms Pod. And you can also click the link in the description for RPG merch. And yeah, thank you again for listening, and see you next time for Ghost Battle. Bye bye. Ghost Bye. Joyful Lithuanian. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.